To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Heather Duplessis Allen Drive podcast from Newstalk ZB. On the huddle with me this evening, we've got Tim Wilson of the Maxim Institute and Jack Tame, host of Saturday Mornings and Q&A. Jack, you'll be going along to Wu-Tang Clan, won't you? Well, I'm actually not going to Wu-Tang, but I am a big fan. And Heather, knowing um, what a keen fan you are of my show on Saturday mornings on this esteemed station, you will have enjoyed my interview with Rizza, one of the founding yes. members of Wu-Tang Clan. And many interviews we've had on Newstalk ZB with members of Wu-Tang Clan, but that was certainly a standout. I actually was asking you that question in jest because I reckon you're more of an American Pie guy. No, 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 I love hip-hop. Um, Kanye West is my favourite musician of all time. Now, I know Kanye's got his other issues. I'm not saying he's my favourite person of all time, but I'm saying as a musician, Kanye West is, is, is comfortably my favourite music. Oh, listen, listen to you two guys. I used to hang out with ODB and Bushwick in, uh, in Brooklyn in the <laughs> old days. Back when you were before no. children, when you were cool. Actually, that may not be quite true, but no, I'm just... Not in the slightest. <laughs> short circuit Tim, what a flop yeah. from the Maori party today. Yeah, yeah, look, look, it was, but this, it, it seems like it's, there's been a consistency in, in floppiness. Um, like the sense of uh, the, the invocation of the word censorship, for example, um, compromise isn't necessarily censorship. And when asked for an actual substantial policy difference where um, uh, Mr. Faiteri had with Labour, uh, she couldn't name one, and uh, nor could uh, Debbie Narewa Packer. So is this actually about something important? Is it about uh, a major issue? Or is it more about a gig in cabinet? Yeah, and um, listen, this is, this is a real problem for them, Jack. Unless Mika Whaiteri can actually say why she left, other than just a feeling in her puku, it is just going to, it's, it's, it's just going to leave people with too many questions. It, does, it does, doesn't ring true, does it? No, I don't think it rings true. Uh, Willie Jackson told me on Sunday that he thought she left because she was upset that she didn't get promoted to cabinet. Yeah. Nothing, nothing that I saw today um, convinced me that there was any other reason. I mean, you know, I, I've, I've been criticised a lot over the last couple of days from some quarters from people who say, oh, it's Tikanga, you know, she's, she's staying true to her constituents and true to her people. Well, last I checked... Um, actually having no communication with colleagues who have stood by you through the most difficult parts of your career mm. and not even having the decency to ring your prime minister and tell him that you're leaving. And in fact, timing your announcement so that a prime minister is on a high profile international trip. So that's the first thing that he um, reads when he lands. I'm, I'm not actually sure that has, you know, quite as much, um, that's a move with quite as much integrity as we might be led to believe. But I'll tell you what, you know, we can stand on the outside and say that in you know, a traditional politicking sense, perhaps this doesn't appear, at least from the outside, to be um, a move with the greatest level of integrity. But, but um, Meta Pekka is totally right. Like The Māori Party have been incredibly effective at building a base of supporters, particularly young supporters in those Māori seats over the last couple of years, by choosing very deliberately which issues they want to make noise on and choosing for want of a better term, when to choose, uh, when to use political stunts. And I mean, you'd have to say, you know, this story has dominated the political headlines of the last week or so. And I would hazard a guess that it has only improved the support among the constituents that they care about. 
I, I think, though, Jack, I think you're right to a point. But then I think when you see them stuff up that badly in, in Parliament, it just makes you go, well, hold on a sec. OK, maybe we overestimated them. Maybe they're just a couple of people who don't spend don't, enough time they, in Parliament. The, the people they are talking to are not yeah. watching Question Time. They're not watching no. Parliament TV. The people they're talking to see them on TikTok. They see them on Instagram. They see them on social media, on Facebook, yeah. all of those kinds of platforms. They speak to them on the marae, and those are the people with whom they're getting a lot of support. And I, I think... I mean, even if you if you talk to the Māori Party MPs off camera, they'll say our media strategy is that we don't prioritise mainstream media. We don't prioritise right. national media. We focus on talking to the people yeah. we care about. Tim, would you think, agree with that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, it's, you know, who's popped into my head is Trump's ability to go around the media to connect with his base, energise and galvanise the base. And it's a populist move in a particular segment. So when we say, you know, when we talk about Māori, there's actually, it's like talking about uh, Te Pākehā. There's like, there's a variety of views within, um, within Te Ao Māori. And the, I think you're right, Jack, in the sense that the Māori Party have decided these are the people we want to talk to yeah. and these are the people we want to energise and we're going to play it and our way. And to hell with the rest of them. Hey, Tim, what do you reckon? Okay, Coromandel's going to get a bridge to replace State Highway 25A, which is busted. Is, is it rough having to wait until early next year or is this just how long things take? Um, is it actually going to be early next year? Two words, Transmission Gully. So uh, they said that would be six years. It was actually eight years. Add a third. It's a bit like any renovation. It'll cost more and take longer. I say Easter next year. Oh, gosh. We'll get your take on it, Jack, when we come back. Back with the huddle. Jack, Tim's probably right, eh? That, that, that fix for the road is yonks away. Yeah, I just, any time anyone announces a big project, I, I just feel like I need to scream, have you not watched an episode of Grand Designs before? <laughs> These things <laughs> barely ever go to schedule. And I mean, you know, I, I, obviously um, the locals want to have, the, have the, the fastest solution possible. I mean, the experts say that at the moment the information they have suggests this is the fastest solution. But you'd still think, given the size of the slip and the damage that they experienced during those floods, um, it's going to be an almighty engineering feat if they manage to get it up in early next year. Yeah, fair enough. Tim, should Jason Paris be allowed to, to, to call the refs biased? Forget the cheating thing because he's walked that back, but should, be, should he be allowed to call them biased like the rest of us without getting sued? Yeah, look, I've I got to say, I think the NRL doth protest just a little bit too much. They seem just a bit precious about this. It's just a bloke sitting in an armchair surrounded by a tundra of empty Victoria bitter cans on Twitter. Uh, if they had said, what do you expect from the sponsor of the losing team? All of this would have gone away. That's a fair point. What do you reckon, Jack? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, look... It, like to suggest cheating, like deliberate cheating, is yeah, maybe was, a step was, too far. Yeah. It's a step too far, but he's acknowledged that, right? Like he said that, mm. and especially for for a CEO, he said that. I'll tell you what, it probably um probably bodes pretty well for one New Zealand's reputation with Warriors fans. Yes, any, anyone who has watched their last couple <laughs> of games will be going, okay. Jason Paris might have got himself in trouble by, you know, by 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 sharing his thoughts with the world. But I one hundred percent agree with him. I don't know. I just think like. This is one of the things that makes sport enjoyable. Like actually, exactly. you know, having kind of, mm. you know, furious debates over these kinds of things. So, look, maybe calling and saying that cheating is one thing, but he's walked that back. I reckon they should just, like, let sleeping dogs lie. I'm okay, with on this here one. we go. Do either of you guys have a problem with juvie detention centres? I no. don't in the right circumstances. Okay. I'm not sure, yeah. I'm not sure that, um, I, I'm not convinced that uh, incarcerating 
young people for longer periods of time will ultimately lead to a reduction in crime or in serious crime. I, I don't think, I think if we learn anything from putting people behind bars, it's not that they all come out straight as and looking to improve their lives. If I, if I had more confidence in our ability to help these younger people make some big changes in their life and, and like wrap around support on the other side, then I'd be more supportive of it. But I think just locking them up doesn't doesn't but so get if, rid of the if, problem. It just delays the problem. If, if, you know? we, if we did what ACT is suggesting, which is you have a whole bunch of rehab in there, put food in their bellies, roof over their heads, get them to bed at night, make them make their bed in the morning, get them to school and stuff like that. If that was what was happening in there, Jack, you'd be okay with it? Uh, I think I think you need much more detail, and I think it's actually the other side that I'm most concerned about. Like when they when they get out of those so which is which is basically exactly the same as what they're in right now. Yeah, well, well, this is the thing, right? So, but but just putting them away for longer, and then saying come out again, you know, in two years as opposed to in in two yeah. weeks. I'm not sure that does yeah. anything for the problem okay. in the long run. Except it's just you know like. Prison is essentially a school for committing crimes. I'm asking this yeah. question because there's a lot of, oh, it's such a terrible idea, and I don't hear alternatives no, no. from people. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and look, I, I, to be honest, I, I didn't hear a great deal on how the straightening out would happen. So look, I get uh, structure, achievement, education, but I'm going to, look, I'm probably going to sound like a big sissy, um, but kids at that age, they're still kids, they need some love. Yeah, and oh, so, 100%. But they're going to so, get. Yeah, there's, like, there's a chance, Tim, that they get more love in there than they're getting at home because they're sure as hell not getting there. Guys, it's good to talk to the pair of you. Thank you, Jack Tame, host of Saturday mornings and Q and A, and Tim Wilson, Maxim Institute. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.